everybody. Welcome back to When a Gay Girl Meets a Trans Girl. I'm the gay girl, Holly. And I am the trans girl, Brooklyn. And we're coming on for our intermittent summer break show. <laughs> yeah. We never really had an official season finale, so we wanted, wanted to go ahead and give you a final episode of the season. And Won't we be back next month, though? We'll be back in um, the end of... In, Towards the end of August, probably, is what we're looking at. Um, but we haven't been on since May. We had kind of an unofficial finale. Um, just had a lot going on. Uh, the last episode was May 19th, I think. Mother's Day. Mother's Day? Yeah. So, since then, there's a lot that's happened. Um, you graduated. Yeah, I am finally done with that ridiculousness. It was really awesome actually finished that weekend yeah had that we um had father's day so happy late father's day to all you lgbtq fathers out there and um today is the fourth of july and i'm super bacon pregnant you're super bacon pregnant bacon bacon now my tummy is quite big now and it is hard to bend over I didn't know that a pregnant, like, pregnant tummies always looked really stiff, but now I know they are really stiff. She's big and pregnant, by the way. B-I-G. She's giving me that look, that look that I tell you guys about all the time. That's the squint. It's I don't know if I did something wrong or right. I eat mostly healthy. I do have my snicky snacks on occasion. And I exercise plenty. Well. Still back. Yeah. And that's something that she talks about all the time that she's, she always calls herself fat. And I'm like, I'm it's, it's a baby. It's a little person. Fat baby. He, he, he may not be fat at all. Hopefully he'll be like your and mine size because we were like within two ounces of each other. Yeah. Um, I was taller or longer. I, I, I don't remember how big I was. You now. weighed like two ounces more than me, but I was a little bit longer than you. It was, I'm pretty sure you weighed a little more. Yeah. Big mama over here. You might have a, a long baby then. Imagine, you know, I, I know you don't like thinking about this, but it's, it's quite a thought to imagine a human being growing inside of another person. You know, you've got two brains inside of you right now. You've got two hearts. That's how all mammals are. Imagine, like, kitties that have, like, six of them in there. I know, that's six crazy. Six little brains. And then you squeeze, like, this this little watermelon. Now, the watermelons, imagine, like, a jello watermelon coming out of you. I mean, I imagine some of him is going to be hard, but he's kind of... He's still going to be soft. His bones are still really soft. You know, his head is going to be... His skull's not completely formed, so it kind of molds as he comes out of you, so... Conehead. He, he'll be a conehead. He'll look like you'll be like, "What in the world?" I hope he doesn't look like the re- that the rest of his life. <laughs> it's fun though. Um, I I can't wait until I get to see his face for the first time. Oh, and on another fun thing that we did, which was totally awesome and totally awful at the same time, there was a Pokemon Go gym battle, like championship. And it was at this Asian festival. It was amazing. Brooklyn wanted to give up, but I was like, no. It took 
like how many hours like me I got through like first it only took me two and a half hours something like that yeah but then Carson her oldest son he that poor child he he's 17 but he he just had some problems <laughs> but he learned hopefully but it took about six hours and my pregnant feet were so swollen from standing that whole time but the good part is he did it finally and we all got gym badges and it was so awesome like we got like the eight gym badges because we did the eight gym leaders now those gym leaders were not easy they were ridiculously hard they kept dual typing mm -hmm. and i was like this is not fair for like kids i'm like it was supposed to be adults too but i'm like even adults suck at that stuff it was it was pretty crazy and um, most pokemon go people weren't even like big pokemon fans ever since they were kids not most but a good majority like half of them i would say like you you didn't even like know anything about pokemon till pokemon go no, I, that's not true. I knew about Pokemon. She my know, my, she knew Pikachu. Uh, I knew a handful. I wasn't a huge fan of um of uh, Pokemon. Was the first gym leader in the first game? The first gym leader. She didn't play any of the games. I had to sit there and explain the gym leaders because they were based off of the first game. Oh, I never played those games. She's a monster. I, I guess so. She's I'm, a Pokemon and human, or human and Pokemon clothing. I'm a human in Pokemon <laughs> clothing. I, I think know. you are too. Oh I would God. imagine. No, I um I I grew up knowing about the card game. I knew about the games. My brother played them a lot more than me. But you know, even to this day, the Pokemon games are not as much. She says Pokemon. Pokemon are not as much. Are not as exciting as collecting cards and seeing what I can get out of them. Now, the card game is fun. We do play that back and forth. We do that, the TCG game on the... I won that championship, too. It was awesome. Yeah, on the <laughs> on the phone. And th those are pretty fun. Oh, in person, remember? When we had our little mini tournament? Oh, with uh, Carson. Yeah. With Notch Guy. I did it. 76. It was pretty fun, though. Yeah, and we got, oh, I'm not going to go into detail about what the debauchery that happened with the hat thing and the picture. They, It was our first time hosting that event, so hopefully they do better next year. But it kind of sucked because they said all the people that got there and stayed for the picture would get a hat. They had like eight hats for each faction, but you had to answer trivia questions, like super hard ones. Like, I knew about 80% of the questions, but I'm a Pokemon nerd. But I'm like, the average person, I'm like, this is... I was like, who we? this is not cool. I knew some of the questions, but it was definitely not... It was the principle. Like, the broadcast said, if you stay for the picture, you get the hat. Yeah, and well, you know, it was a Pokemon Go tournament, too, and they were asking questions about the show, yeah, like about all of the it. games there were like, on the Nintendo. I think and there was one... One or two questions about actual Pokemon Go. And, you know, if, if you're there for Pokemon Go and you're a fan of Pokemon Go and maybe that's it, it's, I don't know, I felt like it was a little unfair that they... Yeah, because there's people that only play the trading card game and know nothing about the video game. Right. And I was like, there for Pokemon Go. I yeah. expected it to be about Pokemon Go. Yeah. 
But I understand there are people out there that were the heart, more hardcore fans. They got the hats. Um, oh, I fought for that. <laughs> I didn't even raise my hand, and he was like, I'll let it slide this time. I was like, yes. I, I think the very first person that got the uh, hat, we're, we are team um, Mystic. Mystic. Yeah, we're team Mystic, which is the blue team. And my oldest son, Carson, he was the first one to get the hat out of everyone. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, he got a hat. I, I was happy that he got one, most of all, because he had the roughest time getting the little pins. And at that point, gym badges, the gym badges at that point, we didn't know if he was going to be able to finish that since they switched over to the pictures. Oh, God. Yeah. And it was only after that. It was only supposed to go till six o'clock and they, it was already six forty five. Yeah. No, they did it till like almost 10 o'clock at night. There were some of them still like being nice, trying to help. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we um, oh, that was painful. we we took the picture. Holly and Carson got hats. I did not, but Holly was sweet. And then later that night, she showed me a picture on her phone, and she's like, I ordered you one, and she found the exact same hat on Amazon. Yeah, they also have the gym badges on there for only $15, and I paid $90 for us to get in and do that. <laughs> it's the principle. We won them. It's the principle. We won them. Yeah. But um, now we all have hats, and they're the exact same ones. Mine is... I don't know where my hat is. I was going to say mine's behind me, but I think it's upstairs in my bedroom, if I remember correctly. It was fun strategizing with strangers. I'd like to do it again. It would it would be kind of fun to be one of the gym leaders, you know, hook up with them and try to dress up like a gym leader. Yeah. In the long run. I It was fun. It was definitely a rocky start. Hopefully they do some tweaks to make it. A little bit more efficient. Like, if they have gym leaders, maybe do, like, three of the same type of gym leader kind of thing to hurry the lines, because that was pretty painful. They definitely either needed to just let you... I don't know. I agree. They should have done multiple gym leaders. That or after your second try. Like, maybe give you, like, an instant retry real quick instead of you going to the back of the line. Because the... the the fighting itself didn't take too long. It was waiting in the line for 30 minutes. And then if you didn't win, you had to go all the way to the back of the line. And that really sucked. Well, and also, like, my phone didn't have service on the first guy. And it cut out through it, too. And that, and then we'd sit there trying to get it to reload and everything. Yeah. And that's another sucky part. So I'm like, maybe they should do three per person. Mm. Or three gym leaders per badge. Yeah. But anyway. It was fun. I mean, if you're ever in the Wichita area next summer, um, that was the first week in June, I believe. Or the second week in June. Is that right? Was it June? Yeah, it was June. Oh, it's already July. Yeah. it was. I, I think it was the first week in June, like June 3rd or something like that. But it was a Saturday. And they had Asian food. And it was huge. There was a lot of people. I think they said over 15,000 people. It was a beautiful day, though. I could not have asked for a better day to do it, that. It was amazing. It was a great day. And and for some reason, they played Aladdin in the baseball field. Like, it was great. But it, we were just like, I mean, it does have to do with Asian culture. But I'm just like, I wasn't expecting Aladdin. I, you know, I think M Mulan would have fit a little bit better with since culture. it was mostly like oriental stuff. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, you know, I don't know if you guys can hear. We have, um, you can hear fireworks going off all around us um, outside. And uh, 
It is the 4th of July, so what are our plans? What are we going to be in what are we going to be doing this 4th? Fireworks? Fireworks, yeah. Probably some swimming, do some fireworks, maybe a little bit of barbecue. Um we ended up getting a firework. Um it's wholesale fireworks, but we found it at uh Black Cat Firework. It's called um Tommy Rocks. I'd have to say that's one of my favorite fireworks. It's a kind of a fountain and they shoot off little balls and it's a fun little one. It's one I recommend if you can find it. Um, but my son Jaden, we have a nickname. We just call him Tommy. And so it's been a tradition for since he was little to find that. And he's always been excited every 4th of July to find that firework. But we bought two of them this year. They're not much. They're 20 bucks. It's a good cheap firework for what you get. But um, it's always been kind of a thing. Usually we go out to my parents who live out in the country and we'll swim, we'll barbecue. What do you? What did you guys typically do growing up on the 4th? My daddy would take us in the late afternoon in his truck or his Jeep. And then we'd listen to loud music and then he'd buy all the fireworks even as an adult, he likes to buy all the fireworks. And then we go home, and then we all grill and make all kinds of food. And then it's time for the fireworks. And we always, like, do it at the top of the driveway. Everybody sits at the bottom, and whoever does it, like, sprints up and sprints down. It's a good workout. <laughs> Trying not to get shot up by the fireworks, huh? Yes. What kind of food did you guys do? All kinds. Ribs. Asparagus, green onions, my mom does potato salad. My family does kind of a mix. We'll do hamburgers, hot dogs. My mom will make barbecue chicken and we'll have, uh, they usually have like coleslaw, have some like barbecue baked beans and we'll do potato salad, things like that. It's usually a pretty big thing. This year we're actually going to have it a lot smaller probably not a whole lot going on with 4th of July this year just because of the way it lands in the middle of the week and my mom still works and she works nights so she happened to not have that night off I still have to be up at 5 the next morning I have to be at work at 7 I have to be there at 6 so we're it's going to be a smaller 4th of July but I don't get why they do July 4th like that I would have I would have rathered Tuesday and Wednesday off like I'd rather the day after the fourth off. Yeah. <sighs> they should do that for most pl things. It's kind of like, I feel the same way about Halloween. You know, we'll go trick-or-treating, and then the next day the kids have to be at school if it's not a weekend. But we don't get a day off for Halloween anyway. Well, I'm talking about more for kids. Mm. Should be more of a fall holiday right around that time. Well, by then the sun doesn't... I think Halloween's fine. It's like for the little kids, Halloween is fine. For like teenagers that are probably out partying and young 20 year olds, probably not so fine. I remember hating that. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, have a favorite kind of firework? Me? Yeah, something that just kind of really reminds you of 4th of July. Mine was always the sparklers. That's, I mean, out of every, that are those little snap snappers where you throw them on the ground and they pop. I don't have a favorite. I do like the really big flashy ones, but the ones that remind me of my childhood are the little black cat 
firecrackers that we'd always throw in buckets while the sun was up. Yeah. Well, for those of you that are outside of the United States, I know American culture is pretty spread and well-known throughout the world, I think. Um, but maybe not everybody knows about the 4th of July. Can you uh, tell me a little bit about it? Tell me a little about it. Tell me a little bit about the 4th of July. What is Independence Day, which is also the 4th of July? Miss Holly? That's when we signed the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence. We was it had 1775? 1776. 17, ah, 1775 is the Marine Corps. Yes. I always mix those up. We uh, were fighting for independence from, uh, from England, and it's not something that I can say, yay, you know, I'm glad we're not part of England. You know, they, they're kind of our sister country, probably next to Canada, and I... I'm proud to say that they're one of our closest allies and that we're able to be that way, especially after a huge fight against them. But um, we voted on July 2nd, 1776 for independence. It was the Continental Congress that voted and they approved the declaration. And two days later on July 4th, they signed the Declaration of Independence. I always felt like it was kind of shady what we did. What was that? Like, all the English people were all like, yeah, we'll still be good. We're going to go across the ocean. And they're like, oh, no, we're not. Bye. You want to keep telling us what to do? And I'm like, well, you were supposed to still be a part of England, so they should be able to tell you what to do. I don't know. I mean, I'm glad we're not, but I'm also kind of like... You know, like, what if you had sent people, like, down the street and been like, go do this, please. And then they're all like, yeah, we'll do that. And then they're like, no, we're not. <laughs> they pretty much take your money and they do their own thing. Yes. It'd be like you be, you telling somebody, okay, here's a, here's a. All uh, my money. $20,000. Go buy me a car. And then they run down explore. the street. Yeah. And they go buy their own car and they're like, it's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> But it's not like it happened overnight, you know, we didn't want to be, it was about taxation without representation, and um, it was just really about being our own country, you know, because we were being taxed so heavily, a lot of that money was not going back to us, it was going back to the Eng back to England, and they were the ones that were being protected, they had most of the Navy, most of their military, you know, that money was going back into their economy versus our economy here in the United States. And so we were requesting more representation. And they were like, no, we're not going to, because we wanted to be able to say where some of our money went. And they were like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. And that's, that's a lot of what started the fight against them. Um, yeah. Wasn't it like the Puritans? That came over? Something like that. It's a whole group of people that came over. It wasn't yeah. just English. It was all kinds of people. That's why they call us the melting pot of a, of the world. Yeah. But, um, but that came from the Revolutionary War. 
That's when we were fighting your England. But, uh... Do you want a revolution? Are you singing a song? Maybe. Sing it a little bit louder. I want to hear that. Revolution! Is that the song? <laughs> no? <laughs> I guess I'm not going to get the song from her. <laughs> I'm past the moment. I'm embarrassed now. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, every year since, we have celebrated the 4th of July and the signing of the Declaration of Independence um, with our... Fireworks. Um, with our fireworks. Bombs bursting in air. Yep, the bombs bursting in air. Gave proof through the night. That our flag was still there. America! <laughs> America! Um, I don't know, it's... it's something to be proud of our country um there's a lot of things not to be a proud of and i think right now we are in the middle of a kind of our own little revolution through the lgbt community um so that kind of brings us to our point on today's episode we found a few articles a few different sites that talked about things for americans to be proud of the LGBTQ community to be a, to be proud of on the 4th of July, especially when we look at the world or the United States as it is today, where our freedoms are, we feel like are being taken away. Um, a lot of the trans communities feel in that way right now, and the gay and queer community has felt that way in the past, and they probably still do today. I know that they have come a long way. And the trans community is still a lot to fight for right now. But in a country that is supposed to be free, we're supposed to be ahead of the game, we're supposed to be this amazing country that is supposed to be proud of who we are and the people that are in it, when you look back at the country from a different point of view, how can I feel proud to be in a country where people are limiting who I want to be, the way I want to be, how I want to be, how I want to be represented. I mean, how do I look at that? Um, I don't know if you have an article pulled up already. Broadly, it just, it doesn't really talk about anything great, except it says the Pride Parade, amazing queer films, which, by the way, there wasn't a, a really good queer thing that we watched a handful of weeks ago was it a league of their own yes that yes. one was really good it's a series yeah caught me off guard i was all like oh they're playing baseball and i told brooklyn i was like oh like most of the girls on the softball team are usually like gay and then she's like oh and then sure enough you find out like everyone <laughs> was gay it was super gay everyone <laughs> it was like oh it was like real life it's like the whole entire team was gay and then when you thought like that Somebody was wasn't gay. There's Somebody else is gay. <laughs> You're just like, oh my. This was, I was expecting a baseball show, and now we're just going we, in totally. We got a baseball show. Yeah, it was still a good, it was a good little baseball show, and it was def, It was a good little gay show. It's good. You should watch it. It take, it's, they don't have the next season out, though, yet. But the, apparently they're cutting it short. Yeah, it's only supposed to be four episodes on the next season. I really was hoping for it, it to go further. Yeah. 
It was a really good show. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know, there's a lot of representation in there, which was good. And it was just really fun. Even if you don't like baseball, you really were rooting for them. And if you've watched the movie that came out in the 90s, it definitely pulled from that, from those people. Um, you saw some of the characters that looked similar, or even acted similar to some of the characters in the movie. And yes, Rosie O'Donnell is in the show. She is in it, yes. But not as what she was in the movie. No. The characters are completely different characters, different names. The story's similar, but not the same at the same time. It was neat. And it goes, it also has the white and black people. And it goes off of a few different inequality things which in this age like we grew up on the tail end of gays really being hated and like no legal marriage blah 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 but like kids these days it's getting to be a little bit more common like you see it in tv more it's in kids shows like the owl house like it's getting to be more normal but this show is a reminder of Things were not always as peachy. No. But, I mean, maybe that's something to be proud of then. Well, yeah. That we've come so far from so little. Yeah. But it's definitely a good show to watch. I would recommend it heavily. Go find it. League of Your Own. Great series. Yeah. Is it a good series? Um, I found an article here, and I think you're on a similar article on the similar website. Oh, we are in the same site. <laughs> um, I was sitting there looking at <laughs> some of the things here, and I'll just kind of go over them. Uh, this is actually... Oh, we're on the same exact page. Are we? Yes. Well, I just said it sucked, and you're sitting here. Well, I was... I kind of like some of the stuff here. Um, hey, that girl looks like me. I know. I thought that, too. I was <laughs> like, is that Brooklyn? <laughs> I'm in a picture. Um, it's uh, them.us forward slash story forward slash... Queer Proud 4th of July. Um, now I won't go into all of this. I'll, I'll highlight some of the topics on here. We can kind of discuss them a little bit more. It's just I thought I would talk about more, I don't know, I guess legal, political things. But there, I guess there's this some is, of it here. Yeah, it's still like social stuff. The, the first one says we're kicking down doors in politics. Um, but like what? It says that we're watching with glee more openly as LGBTQ plus candidates run for office more than ever in American history. And that's true. We do have trans. We do have gay, queer. There's a lot non-binary. There's a lot of people that are running for office that you wouldn't even have thought of. You know, even 20 years ago, it just wouldn't have been a thing. Um, the LGBTQ Victory Fund is the nation's oldest political action group helping queer and trans run for political office. And it is sponsoring a record 133 can candidates back in 2018. Holy moly. Yeah, and that was already almost four years ago. So, I mean, imagine what it could be now. Mm. Um, the next one was we have a network TV show in which all the leads play trans color trans people of color um it is a netflix or i'm sorry it is an fx original series called is it pose posse posse 
I've never heard of this one. Does it have an accent over it? Uh, no. Regardless, the idea is that... Yeah, Posse is P-O-S-S-E. So this is Pose. Yeah. Never heard of this show. Um, maybe it's one we need to watch. Take a look at. But they say that, you know, it's actually kind of blown open a demographic gap where there's more trans actors of color and dancers and, you know, there's all kinds of different people represented in the TV show larger than before. So. Um, next one. This is actually pretty true. Very true, actually. We never back down even when things are looking pretty dim. Well, um, yeah, we can't back down from who we are. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We can't stop being, like, ugh. I mean, you look at this, and the you had the ban, the gay and the trans military service men and women, and, you know, where it's come from since then. You know, we fought and fought and fought and fought. You know, people like you fought for it. And where did it end up? Better. Could be openly gay and not worry about people coming and kicking you out for it. And that must have felt terrible when... They, it didn't open up until after you're out of the military, right? It was, like, my last year or two. Because I remember the... Um... What was it? Angels? The gay bar opened, like, just, like, across the base. And so, I remember the gate guards. When I became a gate guard, or MP, you sit there and watch the gate sometimes. Um... You'd always see the groups of gays walking from that bar and be like, as soon as Don't Ask, Don't Tell was gone. Like They're like, yeah, we knew that happened. That place is big. And that must have been awesome. I was one of those people at that time, yes. I was one of those drunk people stumbling through the gate. She was one of the angels, huh? It was a pretty good little place, and it was right off base. Like You could walk, and we're just like, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. See, came a long way from there. Yeah. Something to be proud of. Um... This is something I was unaware of. We invented the Pride Parade. What? Pride Parades. What do you mean? Um, Pride Parades take place in dozens of countries around the world. And actually, there is the worldwide Pride Parade, which goes, I think last year it was in New York. I don't know where it was this year. Oh, you mean America came up with it? We are the first ones to have the Pride Parade. Oh. And I know it's been in Germany. I think it's been in France at one point. Last year I watched the Mexican one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we watched that together. That was fun. Um, but I guess it proceeded by something called the Dyke March, where oh. queer women protest. My phone going off here. Um, but they uh, protest march that shuns corporate sponsors and fuses Pride Week with Feminist Fury. Ooh. So... Let's see. Next one. We produce amazing queer films. Now, I already bought that one up with the yes, League of Their Own. Yes. Um, not just that, but, you know, one of my favorites is, oh, goodness, I'm not going to remember the name of it. The misrepresentation of Cameron something. can't remember. I'm going to have to look this up. <sighs> While I'm looking this up, do you have a particular pride? Yep. Gay film. The one that I just showed you, Imagine Me and You. Hmm. 
See, and that one dealt with a wife slightly cheating on her husband. But she immediately went and did the right thing. Yeah. But it wasn't too bad. It's definitely one of those rom-com... Not really even a rom-com. It's just It's got that British humor, so... Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it. But, I don't know, I grew up with my mom watching British comedies every week. Yeah. I'm going to list out 16 movies here. Oh, boys don't cry. Oh, God, I can... Ever since I saw the ending of that, I have never watched the ending again. I just watch everything up until everything goes south. You know, that's one of the few movies on my list here that I've never seen, ever. Oh, I will not watch the ending with you. I'll watch everything else. Because everything before it feels happy, feels great. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. This feels really good. And then the ending, you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) It's horrible. I'm not going to tell you, but I'm not watching that part. (laughs) Well, here's some of the movies. And I've seen, I think, almost all of these. Um, One is called Mavi and Rose, which is... Oh, And another one that she does not have on here for some reason, because when we first started dating, I loaned her my DVD to load to Plex, and it still is not on here. Which one's that one? The Incredibly True Adventure of Two Girls in Love. Oh, yes. I still have that DVD. It's got, what's her name from, uh, what's her name? Laura Hamilton or something? The girl from The L Word, the blonde one that was with Bette. It's got her, but, like, as, like, 19-year-old. It is such a cute little lesbian, like, film. Mm-hmm. It's, like, 90s. So cute. So it's about two lesbians basically just falling They're supposed to be, like, in high school. Or, yeah, I think high school. And it is interracial, but it's, like, 90s. And I don't know. It was cute. Yeah. It's a feel-good one. Well, this first movie is uh, My Life in My Life in Pink, which is Mavi and Rose, and it's actually about a young boy that starts to dress up like a girl and has fantasies about like what it's like to be a girl and being in love with a uh, a little boy, and it's a fun one. It's actually not English, um, but it does have subtitles, so it's one you can find in definitely very European, but it's still fun. Uh, Boys Don't Cry, we kind of talked about that. She won't watch the ending. Imagine (laughs) Me and You, that is also one that we have watched. Um, Rent. Oh god, that was so popular when I was in high school. If you're part of the LGBT community, then you know about Rent. Especially if you like musicals. Um, It's got an amazing cast and I actually watched (laughs) would you light my candle (laughs) it's it's an amazing that's an innuendo right (laughs) it's probably my favorite musical one of them anyway ever I actually saw that in New York in 1998 um when I went there oh that was before okay yeah, you were just a little seven-year-old at the time. My favorite was Mamma Mia. Yeah, which I saw live. But um, most in the ni- in the 2005 movie, they brought back almost the whole entire original cast from Broadway, and it's it's like I said, amazing amazing movie. Water Lilies, which is about. Are you gonna go through this whole list? Yes, yeah, same. It's about two girls that are. 
Um, gay. Basically learning to fall in love with each other. They're gay. You got tomboy, which is a girl <laughs> that starts dressing like a boy. Is she a tomboy or trans? It's supposed to be trans. Oh. It does say tomboy, but it is about... I was like, they're straight girls and yeah. cis girls that are tomboys. Um, another movie that is not English. The next one is Blue is the Warmest Color. That's one that Holly and I watched early on in our relationship. I have to tell you, it is not a G-rated movie at all. No, there is a lot not. of pretty hard nudity in it. Yes, there is. And there's some... Uh, but it's another foreign film. It is another foreign film. So for them, it's totally normal to see naked people. Yep. Maybe, maybe not for Americans. We're just sensitive Americans. Next one is How We Got Gay. I think we talked about this one before. It's actually more of a documentary. I was going to say, didn't we watch that? We did. We watched that one together. The next one is Boy Meets Girl. It's about a trans girl that meets a boy, and at first he's a little uncomfortable with her being trans. But uh, then you got the Danish girl that is also a, about a trans girl. You got Disobedience, which is a lot like Imagine Me and You, two girls that are kind of falling for each other. Uh, very much like Imagine Me and You. I thought uh, it was more of a drama. There is, it's drama, definitely. Yeah, it's not lighthearted like Imagine Me and You. Then you got a kid like Jake, which is, um, oh, what's his name from Big Bang Theory? Which one? Uh, Jim Parsons is actually the father. Ah. I think he actually was the producer uh, of it. Oh, okay. But he has a son that he has a hard time with because the son wants to be a girl. But it's a really, it's a lighthearted movie. It's a very simple movie, but it get, you get the point. Um, you have The World to Come, which is a, more of a Western, two lesbians falling in love with each other. Uh, you have Girl, which is also another one that is not English. And there is, um, it's a just a very good movie about a girl trying to come out to her family being who she wants to be. Was this one movie on Netflix? I'll have to pluck my brain about it. It was a lesbian movie. It was a skinny brown haired girl, and then this like she ends up falling for this other girl, but there's this German girl that's like so addicted to drugs. Oh my god, what was that called? You need to put that on there though. I want to rewatch it. We'll have to look at that one. Oh, what was it? I think that one's a I don't recall if that ends sadly or not. <sighs> we'll look it up. The last one on my list is Misrepresentation of Cameron Post, and that was the other one I was thinking of. And that actually takes place, I think, in the 70s or... No? Looks like 90s. I'm sorry. Early 90s. It's about a girl that gets caught... Basically, it's... The girl is Chloe Grace Moritz, and she is caught having sex on prom night with another girl. And she belongs to a very religious, um, I guess, school. And when the teachers find her having sex in the car, she is sent off to this kind of like a little boarding place to help expel the demons from her. And it's Pray a, the gay away. Yeah, pretty much. And it's all full of like gays and queers. And um, I think that's a really good one. It's one of my... Again, one of my more favorite ones is actually has really good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, but that's definitely one. Mr. Brute, the Miss Education of Cameron Post. 
Oh, tipping the velvet. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you haven't seen that movie, yes, I know there's a book, but the movie, it's a three-part TV series. My sister and I used to love watching it, and I don't know. We kind of thought it was funny, but it, I don't know. It wasn't supposed to be funny, but oh, my God. That one. Oh, I forgot about that one. So it's another one you'd add to your list? She basically kind of discovers that she's gay and she falls, she kind of falls in love with this girl that's an actor, but she like dresses like a guy and she falls in love with that. But then she doesn't kind of reciprocate her love. She's with a guy and then she starts doing the same thing. Starts dressing like a guy on show for everything. And then she meets, she's super pretty. I think she's very pretty. The girl that she ends up with. And I was just like, oh, and she's super sweet and everything. But then and she kind like, of, Aw. But then she kind of, like, messes it all up and then, like, kind of fixes it. It was very sweet. This is the and early side of Hollywood painful. appearing. <laughs> what is this movie? I will let you know when I find it. Okay. I guess I'll keep going. Um, there's a few other articles out here. This is one I'm not really going to read too much about. Um, <gasps> there it is! Oh, my God! High art! That's what it is. It's high art? Yes, it came out in 1998. Ali Sheedy's in it. I don't know who that is. I love Ali Sheedy. The brown-haired girl? Yes. The blonde-haired girl is the girl from uh, Silent Hill. Okay. But I thought, like, I was just like, she was kind of cute. The brown-haired girl. And Silent Hill girl's cute. Um, yeah, high art. That's what it was. I can't believe I found the movie. So what is the movie about, then? Oh, Lord. Uh, they get into, like, drugs and everything. I know at the beginning, like, the blonde-haired girl has a leak, and then she goes down stairs and is like, or no, she goes upstairs because they have a leak, and it's, like, dripping down into her apartment with her boyfriend or whatever. And then you can kind of feel the tension. You're like, ooh, they kind of like each other. But ooh. the brown-haired girl has a girlfriend who's, like, major drug addict, and then the blonde-haired girl has, like, boyfriend. And then they kind of fall for each other. I don't remember how it ends, if it's good or not, so. We'll have to let you know next season. <laughs> oh, one of them's a, she's a photographer. They both are. The blonde one's a professional, and the brown one, they want her to take pictures because she's really, really good at it. But she's all like, nah, man, I'm my own thing. She's the one that played in uh, Breakfast Club as... The girl oh, that... Oh, that's her? Yes. Oh my gosh, she looks so grown up. The quiet one. She's with... super skinny in this compared to that. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's just her clothes, the way she... She also played in Short Circuit oh, as yeah. the main girl in that. That um, wasn't her. That was her. That's, that's Ali Sheedy. Absolutely. Then she got super skinny for this role. But that's that's Ali Sheedy. She also played on. Well, she, I think she was a recovering druggie though. Home Alone Two. She did a quick stint with. Um, oh, um, she was in New York, and Macaulay Culkin goes up to her and is like, "What city is that?" And she goes, "It's that's New York." She had kind of a little role on that, but regardless. Anyway, moving on. Oh my god, but I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> uh, wait, is she the girl from Orange is the New Black? Uh, I don't know. I, You know, I think I've seen that movie. Yeah, wait. She totally looks like her. 
I never made that connection. There was an article by uh, Outsports.com uh, back in 2020, and they actually asked some coaches and athletes. It and is her. Colleagues. That is her. It is her. How crazy. That's her. She looks young there. Yes, she does. 1999. Oh, my wow. God. Oh. <laughs> I did not know that. We'll have to watch that one. Um, but that's another article to read. They basically talk about the LGBTQ population sometimes gets caught in the middle or is forgotten. And, you know, you get left out of history, essentially. What is this movie? Why did I mean, if Kate Blanche is in it, why did we not hear of it? Carol? Yeah, I think this is her orchestra movie. It's set in 1952. It is the best. Oh. It was the best LGBT film of all time in 2016. It's called Carol. You might have to watch that. Huh. Why did we never hear of it? I don't know. I've never heard of that. I haven't either. Another one to find. Yeah. There's another one I'm looking for. Aww. I didn't know he was in a lesbian movie. Ellen Page. What? I'm going to have to watch that. Lesbian age gap. Oh, and there's the age gap. <laughs> uh, yes. that's, that's you right there. <laughs> she has always been in love with the... I like my cradle rocked. Yes, she does. <laughs> a little too much no, sometimes. Your mom's going to hear that. No. I'm going to rock your cradle, baby. No. Just wait till tonight. Oh. I think I've seen this one, too. Loving Annabelle? Yeah. Aren't they in, like, college or something? I've never seen that one. Never heard of it. Wow. Oh, there's another Ellen Page. I know it's Elliot Page, but in this, I don't I don't know how to do that. But my days of mercy. What on earth? She's going to be going on about movies all night now. Oh, imagine me and you. 2005. Wow. I didn't anyway, uh, I'm not going to read really any more about <sighs> any more off of this uh, from outsports.com. Um, but there's a lot of great quotes from players and community organizers and people that talk about what it's like to be part of that community and the things to be happy about when it comes to 4th of July. Did you guys ever like Tattoo? Love that band. Drove my mom crazy with them. <laughs> tattoo? Oh, yeah. Did you? Oh, I was in junior high. Like, they were the band. They're, they weren't really lesbians. They're a Russian band. You know her tattoo? No. Oh, my God. Me, as a little baby lesbian, listening to that music, I felt so free and like, oh, my God. She felt so gay. It was, like, super repetitive. Like, listening to it now, I feel bad for my mom. <laughs> They're like, I'm so gay. I'd sit there and listen to the Russian one if I was listening to it, like, not on headphones, like, on my computer. And then, that way she wouldn't know what they're saying. But then, like, on my headset with my CD, I'd be like, listen to the American version where it's like, all the things she said. I'd be like, yeah. We need to have a topic for music. LGBT community music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, somehow, we went from 4th of July into gay film industry. But the gay film industry is the eyes to the public, and that does help lead to freedom for society. 
Yeah. You start coming into the homes and making it more okay. Well, the United States is a leading... Um, Media producer? Yes. Yeah. So, I guess to kind of finish off the 4th of July segment, what do you feel like um, represents... I don't know how I'm supposed to say this, really. How do you feel like you're represented in America? What are you proud of being you here in America? Me as me or me as gay me? Both. Give me a little bit of both. Um, me as a woman, I'm glad to be a woman in America, not in other countries where I'm property. I'm glad I get to vote and have a say in things. I'm glad I'm not expected just to sit at home and pop out babies, even though I'm trying to pop out a baby. But it's of my own choice. And then as gay, gay Holly. Let me do a different voice for gay Holly. No, okay. Gay Holly, eh? <laughs> I was trying to do butchy. <laughs> um, as gay Holly, I am happy that... See, like, our marriage is different because on our marriage certificate, your name is male. So no matter what happens, our marriage will be fine. Right, of course. So, and then, like, our child, it came from you, so they can't do anything about that either. Yeah, and he's going to grow up knowing what trans and gay is. I mean, it's going to be a part of his everyday life. Yeah. Um, and I, that's something to be proud of because there's a lot of countries where that is a no-go. Yeah. And then, like, I still have trouble, like, I guess I always still have a little bit of fear out on the street, like, if I look super gay or something because, I like, I was attacked a few times for it. So, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll ever feel fully free. I hope other people do. But I don't know if I'll ever feel like I don't have to be scared. Somebody's going to hurt me. That's a very good point. You know, I always kind of feel like I'm in handcuffs being trans. You know, I just want to walk around and be me. And a lot of times I'm like, Kansas just passed the bathroom law where I have to go to the bathroom where I'm represented. And if you look on our Facebook page, there's pictures of me. Tell me if you would want me in the men's restroom. (laughs) I mean... If I walked in there, I'm sure I would get a lot of really bad looks and probably comments. And and your post-op. I am. So I do have what looks like and is represented as a vagina. And so... But our governor, she's totally awesome. And she's like, nah. She's like, we're not going to prosecute that. Yeah. But, you know, that is done on a city and county level. So, I mean, if the city of Wichita decides to prosecute me because I walk into the women's restroom to go pee because I have to potty, then they can do what they want. And that takes away my freedom. So, And that takes away from me being proud of something because I have been proud of where my state has gone up until this point. It has taken me back, you know. I can't just go to the restroom now. Like, what am I supposed to do? It's kind of depressing. 
But what are you proud of? What am I proud of? I am proud of, you know, the biggest thing. The biggest thing I'm proud of. As trans Brooklyn or Brooklyn Brooklyn? As trans Brooklyn. <laughs> I love a lot of the people that I meet. Sorry, we have fireworks going off all around us here. Um, I love the people that I meet. You know, I work at a job where there's a lot of representation there. Everything from straight to gay. There's lesbian. You know, we have a little bit of everything there. And, and trans. And I love that. I love that we all can be represented in our job. And we have a lot of people coming in. Hundreds of people every day. Um, and I very rarely get bad looks. I actually have a lot of people that come in and are like, oh, hey, Brooklyn, or hi, Brooklyn, or I've had people come in wanting to actually have me help them. And I love the fact that our community can support us that way. You know, I don't see negative things on Facebook that talk negative about me. Um, people aren't like, oh, there's that, you know, trans girl over in um, that store down there and you know they that person's disgusting I, I don't get that and I love I just love our community that we can be so open I can't speak for everyone but there are a lot of people that come around me on a daily basis that are very very okay with me and I love that and I'm hoping that as far as my country goes that can spread out that can be something that love can spread. And so that is what I'm something I'm proud of with my my country that we can be that way. Um as far as me as a person and not trans, I do love feeling like I feel safe here for the most part. Um I love the fact that my country is protected. You know, I lived in Ukraine for some time and I loved being over there and I'd love to do something like that again, but I always had it in the back of my mind, you know, how safe am I? What can happen to me? You know, what freedoms do I have here? And I always look forward to the day that I came back to America. And I think that you just, you don't really know. And maybe everybody feels about their own country the same way, but you really don't know what it's like to be outside of the country until you've been there. And then I think most people feel like going back to where they came from. And to me, that's America. And I'm a proud of what we have accomplished. We've come so far. Even though we have a long ways to go, we have come so far. It's just a little bit of time. And I'm proud to be an American. I just saw another picture of she's, Elliot Page back on the go. lesbian movie thing. She and like my now I kind of hope... Oh, look, there's a match me and you. I kind of hope that Elliot Page does, like, a trans movie now. A trans movie now? Yeah. I mean... He was in so many lesbian movies, I'd like to see him in a trans movie. I have tried to get Elliot Page on our show, and he has ignored my emails. Are you lying? No. Really? Really. Oh. Maybe he just wants to be left alone and left as a person. Which I get. I don't know. Maybe one day. Have you guys ever seen that movie, Hard Candy? If you haven't. Oh, that movie. I saw that back in high school. Holly likes Hard Candy. Oh, no, no. Have you seen Have you seen that movie? No, I have not. Uh, it's basically pedophile and Elliot gets revenge. It was awesome. Oof. And awful. Awful awesome. Mm. So, do you have 
as we come to the end of our show, do you happen to have a gay gaming <coughs> idea? Idea? A segment. Do you have something picked out? Well, again, I've been playing Stardew Valley a bunch because I can play it on my phone, and it's actually... You, you've been playing a lot more than that. This girl right here has been, like, playing... Like she's played probably, like, ten different games I've been trying to month. find the one, but right now I'm playing The Witcher. Finally. I know. I'm behind. I thought it was Stardew Valley. Oh, no. I'm still playing Stardew Valley. And then Valley. you got Zelda that you played. Well... And then Monster Hunters. And then... What was the other one you played? There was another one in there. I don't know. But in Stardew Valley, I am a simple farming lesbian. And... This time I'm not too butchy. I actually have the long hair for once. And I am trying to... Well, I've already wooed Shane, but I'm not going to marry Shane. I just want the blue chicken from Shane. But I am wooing Abigail. Yes, she eats rocks, but she will actually help me more than all the other people. Because I want a farm slave. Is that the one that you started digging around in the trash and she was like, what the yes. hell? <laughs> and I was so upset because I lost friendship with her. Stay out of the trash in front of your girlfriend. <laughs> I'm so upset. How uh, how how did uh, Zelda go? She got the new Zelda the day it came out. I'm like halfway through that game. Um, I don't know. I I mean I do love it. Um, the building stuff. <laughs> I kind of stumble my way through it sometimes, and I'm just like, whatever. I'm just getting through this. And I'll have Brooklyn there telling me how to glue things together. Yes. She's like, I don't understand how to get that ball <laughs> over there. And I'm like, you just put those sticks together. And she's like, how? I make like a long bridge and she sits there and like makes this intricate design. And I'm just like, Arr. Just use your mind. Just got to figure it all out. Um, And then in The Witcher, I can't be a girl, but I'm hoping they make a new one where you could be a female Witcher. Or maybe be... Like Siri or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, I am trying to have a lesbian relationship in Stardew Valley because I want my farm slave to be efficient. I started, or I played a couple of rounds of uh, Animal Crossing. They got the 4th of July um, things going on right now. Oh, yeah. So get on there. That is um, pretty. So you can do all the fireworks and do all that. That game's so pretty. I got a lot going on with it. Yeah. But don't forget all the events out there. There's a lot of stuff in games for the 4th right now, if you're in America. Um, if not, we're Wasn't sorry. Was Canada Day a few days ago? Yeah, they have their Independence Day. It was like the 2nd of July, I think. Yeah. I don't It'll know much Canada about Day. it. Canada Day. Yeah. And then... Next time we s talk to you, you'll be going back to school. I'm not going back to school. Not you. Like, I'm talking to them. Who? Whoever's on here. They Yeah, it's back to school time. You know, I have to take my kids back to school. It's back to school time. What if they don't have children and they're not in school? Well, then it's, it's just, just the start of fall for them. Okay. Or the ending of summer. Fine. It'll be the start of fall for <laughs> you. And some people go back to school. Some have to take... Yes. Some people have to take your kids back to school. So mm. if you have kids, then good luck with that. And we will be sitting out probably about two months from the birth of the our baby. little man. And um, and then you can hear little baby coos. Yeah. 
and we'll probably take pictures and we can put his little noises on the on the show with us. Make him look like the little Gomez baby, the Adams family. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cute. We should do that for Gomez. Halloween next yeah, year. Yeah, he could be Gomez for Halloween. Oh my god. That's going to be his Halloween costume next year. Mm. Little mustache and the little striped suit with the black hair. Oh my god, that'd be so cute. Mm. Well, if you don't have anything else to say... I did not have anything else to say. That's okay. <laughs> why so I wasn't saying sure. anything. You're bear. Goodbye now. Happy 4th of July. Thank you for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl. And check out our Facebook and Instagram page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you. Thank you.